Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 460, recorded from the Defont Leroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, in sunny Southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined as always. By my co-host and my cousin Mike down in Florida. How are you doing today, Michael? Oh, I'm doing well. How's the weather in Manatee County? It's getting a little chilly there, parts for about a Is day, it? and then it should be good to go. That's the best one of the day right there. We had some snow today, but no accumulation. Yeah, David Crumb posted. David Cr- Denny is there any relation to Denny Crumb? David Crumb was our point guard at Pilgrim High School. He makes about two hundred and forty thousand dollars moving dirt for the state of Rhode Island now. He has a huge compound in Foster Gloucester. Denny Crum, coach of the Louisville Cardinals, Denny Crum, assistant coach, Mr. Richard Patino. So what else is new? How's everything going? Good. We had a busy weekend. Did you? Well, we did. We were on live twice, Friday and Saturday. We were doing a lot of lives. You like doing that, don't you? I do. It's fun, isn't it? It's fun. I like when the... I think if we do it more, there'll be more people that pop in. It'll become more of a habit. Yeah, okay. Well, you got to get on that. Well, I'm not. Oh, I'm not I might be able to do it every other month, AirPods. <laughs> you have full access to it all. You know how to do it. You don't need me holding your hand. That's true. I don't need you. You did it without me for the hurricane that time. You That's barely even had power and you went live. That's right. But, um, yeah, so I, you know, we always kind of talk nonsense at the beginning, but this week, oh, we curtailed we that. Remember our New Year's resolution? Yeah, but it doesn't. It's already like the third week of the year, so we usually get rid of that by now. Okay. But I do want to mention that yesterday, which was what the twenty second, was the last day for Splash Mountain at uh, Walt Disney World at the Magic Correct. Kingdom. Huge crowds. Yep. Saying their goodbyes, and I just uh, that was one of my favorite attractions, mm-hmm. loved it, still do. Um, I kind of I've come to accept that they're changing it, but it's still gonna be the same ride mechanism, so I'm okay with that. They're not totally, you know, they're gonna have animatronics or just screens now. I think, well, who knows? Because I was watching, ride. I was watching the last ride, and that that, that, that ride was so good, it was it good when they so kept expensive. Oh, they're yeah. gonna they're gonna put freaking movies on there. It's just gonna be screens everywhere, probably. But um they kind of let it get into disrepair. When I wrote it this summer, like 
half the stuff wasn't it just didn't feel like itself like they just let it go because they knew they weren't going to be it was on its last legs anyway oh like, yeah that's the reason why yeah just like well it had been like Everest. Well, yeah okay. oh yeah <laughs> it was oh, one of the, the reasons reason. ah, i was just gonna refurb it anyways be you one of the reasons but it just didn't feel like the same as it was you know 10 years ago but i'm glad i got to do it one last time and there's a lot of people that it seems like it became like revisionist history that now all of a sudden everyone hates us like you look on twitter and stuff and it's like it was vilified. I don't remember people like hating this ride five years ago. I don't either. And then all of a sudden, everyone started hating it. And like, if you like it now, you're a bad guy, which I don't understand. Like, I can like the ride, and I can accept the fact that maybe it makes some people uncomfortable. You can convince me of that, and that's okay. And if that's the reason they're changing it, whether or not I agree with that reason, they're they're doing it for that reason. Or one reason or another. If that's the reason they're doing it, they feel that way, and they're doing it because of that. That's fine. I don't care. I like Princess and the Frog. That movie's good. My girls like the movie. It has good music. I'm sure the music will be good. The ride system's going to be the same, so it's going to be just as good, just as thrilling, just as fun. I hope they stick to a lot of animatronics and make it as fun to look at because it was. it had a lot of depth with the with the animatronics there was a lot to look at it felt big with screens it kind of closes everything in on you it's going to feel almost claustrophobic i just hope they don't go that way but i will miss splash mountain for what it was and I'll, i'm looking forward to the to the retheme it's happening so maybe we'll get another uh, great attraction out of it because as much as like we can use maelstrom for example i didn't like that they took Maelstrom out and added Frozen in. But the Frozen ride's not bad. They did a good job with that. Yeah, the shoe they're putting in a lot of rides that aren't bad. But it's not it's not appreciably worse. It's not like they totally ruined. Like Maelstrom wasn't a top ten ride, and not and neither is Frozen. I think they did that one pretty good justice. So if they can have a similar overlay, because there's a lot of animatronics, not a lot of use of screens in that one. So I feel like they kind of did that one justice and if they can do the same thing with splash mountain maybe it'll have its uh it'll be just as popular when it reopens well you know it's going to be you know long lines virtual queues when it first opens after the whatever two years that it's down but they did say they plan on it being open in 2024 correct mm-hmm. by the end of the year so it's only it's going to be down for almost two years because if they get it yeah. open by like christmas time 2024 that's almost two full years being down for disney that's a short amount of time that's like a blink of an eye for a ride refurb i mean look at that tron thing that's been going for like 19 years i think i was yeah but that's, diapers when they COVID had a lot that. to do with that parts we know that well okay <laughs> that's fine but there's still you know, there's still COVID you couldn't have guys working in there with the social distancing and stuff cut them some slack well they're still using that excuse for everything still so i mean that's not doesn't bode well for this refurb Anyway, is there anything uh, you wanted to add about it? I know you have some thoughts that you said you may want to get into, or you may not want to. You're gonna avoid no. it for the time yeah, being. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna avoid it. I mean, it's you. You like that ride, though. I love that ride. Will you go? You'll go on it when it's changed. 
Yeah, I'll go on it when it's changed. You're not you're not one of those like negative people that like with Maelstrom people are like I'll never ride the frozen. Like you kind of can get upset that they're gonna take something out that you like. And then when they put the new thing in, you're not gonna bite off your nose to spite your face and not ride the new attraction because it took place of something that you liked. For instance, like Ellen's Energy Adventure, which was, you know, universe of energy. You like you loved that ride. Mm-hmm. And if you never went on the Cosmic Rewind because of that, you'd be missing out on probably their best ride. And on all prop, I mean, that thing's up there with the Flight of Passage as maybe the most thrilling and you know innovative ride they have. So you're not in that boat where you're like, forget, I'll never go on the new thing because I'm mad they're replacing something I liked. Even you're wearing a great movie ride shirt. That's another thing. Like they take it out. They put in that little Mickey Mouse ride that you're not a huge fan of, but you didn't like boycott that ride because they took out great movie. Rides. I doubt if I, I might never go on that stupid thing again. Okay. Well, you don't like it. That's okay. But you didn't never go on it because they got rid of great movie ride. No, I went on it one time and and I said, what the hell is this? It wasn't I probably for you. have to go on it for a second time. And then I went on a second time and I get off and I said, really? What the hell was this? See, I liked it. The girls loved it. So that kind of skewed my my uh I mean it's it's, with it. it's watching cartoons in a car. I mean it's ridiculous. You can do that at, at any lobby at a Disney resort. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> that is a good point. But I could literally put you in a wheelchair in one <laughs> of the Grand Floridian lobbies and just roll you around and be the same damn thing. It's just like shake the car shake the wheelchair yeah. a little bit when you get near the, the bumps, yeah. I mean, get used to that because everything's going that way with the screens. I mean, that's about it. You know, you know what that is? That is Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. With a better track system. But we like Mr. Toad's Wild Ride for what it is. But like, if you replaced an amazing attraction with that, you'd be like, "What? What the hell is this?" (laughs) That's true. You know what I I mean? That's what this ride is. It's garbage. It's cheap. It's it's crap. You had to start, didn't you? Well, you don't like the ride. That's fine. You, we can have differing opinions. A lot of people don't really like that ride. and But, I mean, it was the first trackless one at Walt Disney World, so that was at least innovative to some extent. I guess. But, yeah, regardless. I just wanted to mention it. I thought it would be, okay. you know, disingenuous of us not to mention Splash Mountain because we talked about it a lot over the course of all these years and how we both really enjoyed it. So I will miss it. I'm looking forward to seeing Two, what they do. Three, a. What, what what's that? Three A, two three A. Scott Campbell on our meet. Oh, you like you that? Plug our WDW Beyond the Gates podcast family group on Facebook. Yeah, go for it. You just posted something about how do you like your meat, how you like your toast, and how you like your coffee. That's nice, isn't it? Nice yeah. engagement there. Yep. I'm surprised. Uh, I feel like the least controversial is the toast everyone's basically the same on the toast it seems like thought you'd have one person that likes it really burnt but no everyone's everyone's right in the middle on the toast which i guess makes sense i guess on that note yeah so go to facebook search uh in the groups for wdw beyond the gates podcast family and uh request to join the group we've yet to decline someone so the odds are in your favor if you want to join that's true and, and uh, speaking of 
things you can uh, join. Go to our YouTube page as well, youtube.com slash at WDWBTG and subscribe over there if you have not already. We have some pastrami reviews out. Beautiful pastrami Rubens. Room tours. Our live uh, broadcasts go up there. That was a great pastrami reviews. That was, that was, wasn't it? I have to say, so as I was trying to, this will be a little segue into uh, the meat of the episode, speaking of pastrami, but as I was trying to convince my better half on uh, a potential purchase coming up, I showed her the one bedroom beach club review. What do you think of that? So we had seen a few of the other ones and she said, oh, let's check out beach club. And I said, oh, I have just a video to watch. And so I showed her. And she's like, man, you guys do as a better job than some of these other ones. And these other ones have like 80,000 views, 90,000 views. She's like, your camera works better. You guys know what you're talking about. It's, it's yep. cleaner. It's easy. So and she's going to be my biggest huge. critic. Like, you know, the yeah, the audio. Like, she would tell me it was terrible. Like, if it was shaky, she'd be like, oh, the camera's shaky. What are you doing? Because, you know, I was holding the camera. But it was, it came out pretty good. And I think it would have been maybe. 10% better with the uh with the wider lens on that thing. That that's my only critique of your beautiful camera is the lens you have. It just it's, it's it, too and, close. And every, and every time I log into Amazon, it's there. It's there parts. It's just the wide angle me. lens. Yeah. <laughs> it's another 250 bucks. Got it. You need this I think it's a 16 mil is is what you need for YouTube yeah. videos. It's just a little too close. It's hard to zoom out. You can't zoom out enough on that one you need a bigger uh range you gotta coordinate th- those deliveries when the wife isn't around i understand that yeah all right well on that note let's uh take our first break and we'll come back for the meat of the episode We are back from break, episode number 460 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. And this week, you ready? Are you going to interrupt me or you want me to finish here? You played that on our first break? Yeah, why not? Oh Are we not allowed? Is, am I going to get canceled for playing the nice song? You might get in trouble. They're taking it off the, off the uh, Magic Kingdom loop. Oh, are they? Well, the ride doesn't <laughs> exist. Of course they are. Well, the ride doesn't exist. Why would they play it? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, that it's still a nice rendition of a very nice song. <laughs> okay, you think it's a nice song, parts? <laughs> I'm sorry. You could cancel me if you want. Oh my goodness, I've got very uncomfortable. I had to change my shirt. My I was sweating. 
You didn't like the, you don't like that song, is what you're saying, or you're not allowed to like that song anymore. I was hearing Uncle Remus singing it, and I felt he guilty. Go, he does sing it, yeah. Not that version. That was an orchestral version. Yeah, well, I know. I just it's hard for me to take away the feelings of after the big drop on Splash Mountain, you come around the corner and you have the riverboat there and that song's playing and you just feel so good. Like that's you the perfect like it, you're Disney happy. moment. You're happy. It's like the perfect Disney moment. You get into that last yep. scene and everything is just in front of you and it's beautiful and it's it's a nice, I don't know, it's a good feeling. They're going to have a real hard time recreating and that. And the Burbank suits are telling you, Gary, Frank, Aruda, you should not be that. happy hearing that song coming around the corner. My biggest problem is if it was that bad, why didn't they just close it down? Why have this? big final ramp up just they should have closed it down the day they decided it was bad right i just if, don't which day did they decide it was bad there had to have been some type of something on the news that made them determine that it was bad well like, they didn't yes. just wake up one day and say oh you know what i'm very uncomfortable this ride let's get rid of this well that is exactly what happened <laughs> it was like the day after the george floyd thing they basically announced it so, I mean, it was one thing in the news that made them decide it was bad. It wasn't exactly. That. So if that was if it was that bad, they should have just shut it down at that point and never opened it. Just put a tarp over it. Well, they were they were, weren't they closed to for COVID? Yeah, but they should have never reopened it then. Yeah, then people started. They were open by then because that was like June. Yeah. They were already back open, weren't they? In June and July of that year. Anyway, let's move on. Do you want to get that? into the meat of the episode? Or are we gonna... Yeah, let's get into some All pastrami right. here. All right. Do we need to... <laughs> How much do we need to get into? Because the vast majority of the people listening now did not tune in over the weekend on our live broadcast. Correct. So they don't know there's been some developments here in the, uh, in the Kent County studios. And I, Big... before we start, I'm just going to say that you're a hypocrite. And I'll and I'll tell everybody why you're a hypocrite. But you're a hypocrite. Okay, tell me. Just start. Just lay it right out. When I was going through my deep diving into this, yeah, you said, and I don't want to quote you because it might not be the exact quote. It might work for you, but it wouldn't work for us, or it's something similar to that. Yeah, no, you're right. I did say that. Yeah. I said I don't think it. I might have said it doesn't make sense for me, but. I never really dug into the numbers. Which made much. me have to rethink things, open up a new spreadsheet, text new Phil Jr. <laughs> which you de definitely hated which doing I, Which I did too. constantly during that process. Yeah. But I never really looked at it in... I never looked at the resale market, which is a game changer. I always looked at it as... Thirty to forty thousand dollar investment, where you don't have to be anywhere close to that to get into it and get into it pretty good. Like the contract you have for one hundred fifty points is a, I mean that's the minimum for the benefits when you buy direct, correct? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that was a natural starting point for you, correct? To get to get that blue card, it made sense for you to do it that way to buy direct. Um, for me, what your contract was for that 150, 
like the points made sense. Like that was a good amount of points. I thought that was looking at it and playing black and white, 150 points. Once you break it down, like the amount you can get certain studios for, even some one bedrooms. It's like you get a lot of good use out of 150 points a year. And like you said, you could save it up and go big every once in a while, or you can kind of chip away and do a weekend here, weekend there, a few times a year. Makes sense for you. But then I was looking at what a week or eight days or or 10 days is points-wise, and I'm looking at some of the studios, and that 150 points can get you almost two weeks in some studios. Could, yeah. You got to, you know travel at the right times and you got to get the some of the least expensive rules but you start looking at it that way and i'm like well now you do the math and you look at resale and you see some of the the price per point and you look at the total contract and i'm you know you look you start looking and saying 17 18,000 all of a sudden you do the math and that's not that's not as crazy as you once thought you know, and there's still the fees, and those are going to go up, and that's that's just kind of a set cost is basically your X amount per year for the life of the contract or those maintenance fees. But the other part of it is just yeah. it makes sense. And, and then you started telling me that formula of, you know, years times the amount of points divided by it's the, price, it's, it's, it's the price point divided by the number of years left on the contract plus your uh, monthly dues. Right. So if you paid 110 per point or a hundred, just say a hundred, like you can see some to make it even and you had 20 years left, that's $5 per point. Plus, like if you're, plus, plus whatever the, your, your, your monthly, your fees are. So say, on so the low end, say eight dollars to make it even. Say yeah. Saratoga, low eights. So you're at like thirteen dollars a point. Thirteen dollars a point. Whereas a more expensive contract with more years left on it actually reduces Brings your down the price. Price per point is a longer right. contract, so you're paying more for the more years. But finding that happy medium at a few of the really, resorts, you're trying to find. Where you want to stay, how many points you want, all that, but you also want to get a good value. And again, that's correct. That's why Grand Floridian Direct worked for us. Alani Direct, you're insane. They're selling right now three contracts direct: Alani, Riviera, Grand Floridian. Riviera's not a good buy. Alani's well, a terrible buy, and Grand Floridian is a good buy direct. So. Are you saying that because the resale prices are so different so on low. Alani and uh, Riviera? Yeah, because you can get Alani right now for low ones. Right, because the maintenance fees are high. No, but I'm just saying on the resale market, you can get it for low ones. Right, but the, it's you could get it for that, but the, the fees are high on the, those points. Higher, not, not terrible, but the same thing with Riviera. Riviera is going for the same as the Grand and you can get Riviera for like 145, 150. I saw it like at 140. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, and Grand Floridian right now is in about 180. Yeah. So it's holding its value compared to the other contracts. Now, the thing with the, obviously, we talked about with the Riviera is Disney is 
absolutely hamstringing the resale on that with the restrictions on that contract, which they have every right to do. But that's why the resale on that is so low, because if I bought right. Riviera resale, I have to use all my points at Riviera. Right. Which isn't the end of the world, but you can't get as much room per point at Riviera. So, you know, 150 points at Riviera doesn't go as far as 150 points at Saratoga Springs. Whereas if you buy a resale at Saratoga Springs, I can't book Riviera, but I can book everything else. Mm-hmm. Like I can, I can live without being able to book Riviera, but I couldn't, I wouldn't want this contract if I could only book Riviera. Like that's a non-start. I can't imagine many people, maybe a 50 point or a 30 point contract people are buying just to be able to stay there because of the opposite restriction on the resale. Like I could see people doing that. I, I see. I actually see, could, could see it to myself for myself to an extent, if I were to buy a 50-pointer, but Riviera I could also resale. just buy 50 more direct now because the minimum oh, to true. get in is 150, but I could buy 50 direct. Now, do I want them direct or do I just want to buy a 50 at Riviera? Well, if you get them direct, like through Riviera, you mean? No, I could buy 50 general? more direct at Grand Floridian. Oh, I see. Yeah, I think and I could use it anywhere else. But if I were to buy 50 on a resale at Riviera, I can only use that at Riviera. Yeah, so you're still and that's a pain. Yourself. That's a pain because if I buy fifty, and I'm only going to use, you know, I'm looking at our anniversary seventeen a night, so it's going to be thirty four for our anniversary. Now you got sixteen points. You can't I got do anything sixteen with. now that I can't do anything with because you can't. So even now book I got to bank them. I got yeah. to try to carry them over the next year, but I can't. I can't even say oh, I'll do Old Key West for eleven, then just bank you know the five. Right. Yeah, because it. It just it doesn't work out perfectly. And if you bought like a contract for thirty four, saying all right, that gets me two nights, and then all of a sudden they change the price structure they next year. And now, now you I need, need thirty six. But you can buy. You can also buy. I don't. Well, I don't think you could do it resale. I can buy individual points, and it's an actually a really good deal. I saw that you can buy up to twenty four per year for nineteen dollars a point, right? Yeah, just one time use, so you don't keep the points obviously at that. No, so you would do it. So, like, if I was out of points, like, I just can't buy them right now and say, "Hey, I'm gonna sell them to you or whatever." But if I'm out of points, they'll let me buy. If they'll let me buy up to twenty four. Lots. Yeah, so, I mean, it's a very flexible product. That's not bad. So for five hundred, four hundred eighty dollars, you could get another two nights at a. It, at I, a I've, seen, I've seen Old Key West at t- at eleven points. So for twenty two okay, so points, I could stay that's, two that's nights almost- in a studio. Right, exactly. that's two change a night, right? That's worth it. Yeah, especially if you're doing a big vacation. Like for you, you're probably not going to use that. I I can't imagine. Yeah, you know that, where it comes in. Much. If I say screw it, I'm out of points. Let's stay in a one bedroom and just spend five hundred bucks extra. Well, that's true. Yeah, I guess I could see that. Like if you get down, if you have like thirty eight points left, and you see a one bedroom, you can stay for three nights, and it's it's going to be sixty. And you say, "Well, I'll get the twenty two points to even it out, or whatever." All right? Uh, yeah, I could see you doing that definitely. So we've we've talked a little bit of math. Let's let's kind of rewind. Where did how did this all get started? Uh, I think a lot of it. Were you like drinking do... heavily one night, and you just no, no? It just it's just fascinating to me. I was just interested, like because you started talking about it so much. So I, st- I was like, well. What's the catch? What am I missing out on? And I think I bet a lot of people 
start their journey on that same thing. You're like, all these people do DVC. They can't all be just Kool-Aid drinkers. I mean, you got to be a little bit of a Kool-Aid drinker to want to do it because then you're kind of tied into vacationing at Disney for 30 years or whatever. Or 50, I guess, if you bought it when the contract first was offered. Mm-hmm. And that's that's its own animal. But if you look at these, all the people, like, all over the map, too. Like, locals, you said a ton of locals, but people internationally have it. People that go three times a year. People that go once every other year. And they all have these contracts, and it's like, how is this working for all these people? How does it make sense for... Because people wouldn't do it if it didn't make 50% sense. of them are Florida residents. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, So if it made no sense, you could see them selling some because there's some people who are going to just buy whatever Disney's selling. But they can't sell this many without it. Right. It, I mean, the case would be out of the tube by now. People would be like, dude... Don't make the same mistake we made. This is a terrible, terrible deal. Because you hear that about every other timeshare people talk about. They're like, I got roped into it. Everyone says they got roped into it. I I, I fell for it. I got tricked. You know, I'm dying to get out of this thing. You even see the commercials. They're like, we get you out of your... You pay a lot of money just to get out of it. Exactly. Right. So we get you out of your timeshare contract for a $500 fee or whatever. And then this, it's like, people just buy more and they add on and they add on and they add on. What's the catch? That's my, that was how I started. I was like, let me figure this out. I needed to kind of do it on my own. I couldn't just be told that it, it makes sense. I had to like look at it on my own. And I started thinking and looking at because you can't, you can't sit down and look at your cousin's poor decision-making throughout his entire life and say, I think this was the right one. Right. I just assumed it was another in the line of your right, I mean, other, other than other, other than marrying up, every every other decision's been poor on my part <laughs> for the most part, yeah. But I just looked at it and I'm like, it doesn't, especially if you want to stay. Del- and I think also staying in the DVC room this summer was a big difference. And then being in that one bedroom, even if it was one night. It's like, man, this makes a huge difference, too. Having the kitchen in there, having the extra space, having a little living room that we can kind of hang out in during the day if we're just chilling in the room instead of being stuck on two beds and we're sitting on the edge of the bed. Well, I just remember when we did our room review, how you would just you basically it was almost like we took you like we took you on a test drive. You said, I can't afford this car. It's pretty to the eyes. But it's just too much. It's just too much car. And I said, just get in it and take it for a drive. And at yeah. that point, you're like, oh my goodness, you're in third gear and it's doing 85 miles an hour. And you're like, oh, this feels good. And that's what it was. You're sitting there talking about how you're going to use this freaking room with your family. The kids are going to have cereal in the morning. Right. You kind of you had a feeling I was cooked at that point, didn't you? It, yeah, I thought you were screwed because it was just we're sitting there watching a the golf channel, having a beer. And it's like, this is ridiculous. And we're walking around the resort and then coming, we're coming right back into that room. Normally right. you're walking around that resort and then you got to get back to Epcot and then you got to walk three miles to get to the front. And then you got to get on your fifth bus to get back to your hotel. <laughs> and then you're exhausted and angry. Right. And on top of everything, 
that's probably one of the most outdated one bedrooms. Oh, if you look at it, it's a very old, outdated. And it was still gorgeous. Clean. I mean, the, the bedroom thing... was beautiful, but the living room, it needs a Murphy bed. And it's right. going to be if one. that. Imagine if that thing was a Murphy bed that I slept on. And it just has that beautiful coloring like the uh, refurbished yeah. Polynesians do. The Poly Studios mess me up big time. The resort rooms are nice. The Like the Moana ones, they did a good job. But the Poly Studio, the bathrooms in those things. It's perfect. Isn't the Thailand just gorgeous? Oh, it's unbelievable. That, that Thailand the just Murphy gorgeous. Bed, and it has, the, it has the extra bed under the TV. Which the girls mm-hmm. love because they don't want to sleep in the same bed already. They're already, they're still young, and they're already saying, "Well, you can sleep on that bed two nights, and I'll sleep on this bed two nights." And you know, having that third bed, especially as they get older, is huge because then we can still stay in those studios while we're doing parks when mm-hmm. we want to not use as many points if we're just going to be going parks all day. Stay in the studio. Or mm-hmm. if we say we show up on a Friday, all right, we'll start off at a studio because it's more expensive on the weekends and we'll switch to a one bedroom on Monday through Wednesday or something. This 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 is this is like this is amazing to me. Like it used to be if you're at the parks, you just need a place to lay your head. Now you're saying that a studio in a deluxe co- accommodations will suffice while you're at the parks. That would be fine. I mean I mean, you're nowhere near what I am because I'm a complete jerk. But you're you you've turned the corner. You've turned into the things we like the best about going to Disney are the is the not pool. going to the parks, spending time away from the parks. Exactly. The pools they love the pools. The deluxes have better pools. It's unarguable. Like the moderates have some nice pools, but the oh, deluxes no are still it. better. And like the restaurants and the resorts. Mm-hmm. And the deluxes have better restaurants. Now, that would be one of the downfalls to staying in, like, OQS of Saratoga. They don't have the selection. But yes, if you're but at, like, you the... are a stone throw away from downtown Disney. Yeah. Old QS is really the odd man out. But you can take the boat over to downtown. Yeah, you take the boat. Which is great. That's fun, too. So, and Old Key West, those rooms are stupid. I mean, we stayed in the Huge. two bedroom there. The one bedroom's over 900 square feet at Old That's Key insane. 900 square feet. My first condo was like 700, like a two-bedroom condo was like 780 square feet. Was that place that small? I think it was. It might have been 920 or something. I thought it was, set, but yeah, whatever. it was under 1,000 square feet, that condo. I mean, it barely held the 16 cases of beer we had the night before <laughs> your wedding. Yeah. So, like, to stay in a hotel room... That's half the size of your actual house with a patio, like not just a little balcony, like the patio there are ridiculous. Ball game. Ball game. That place is that place is stunning. And it's nothing points wise compared to the other ones. Right. And they're always available. Always available. Like that's the thing. I don't like people obviously location, location, location. Everyone wants to stay on the monorail loop. Or at the Epcot resorts. Right? It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Those are going to be the most expensive point value. That's why Animal Kingdom, despite being a gorgeous resort, isn't expensive point-wise because it's too far away from it. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's, it's way too far away from the action. 
And I mean, we loved it there, and I would definitely stay there again. But if we end up going with DVC, which you know we're in the process of trying to do it, if it if it goes through, and we get it, that's going to be on the bottom of my list only because I've stayed there. Yeah, well, and that's I kind of want to work through the, and it gives you the opportunity. I know it's going to be hard to get certain rooms at certain times a year, but you know, over the course of a, you know, 20 year contract, you're probably going to get luck into stays whenever, you know, eventually when you need them. Because I am, we're going to obviously use it a lot different. Oh yeah. And like, and like Kristen said on our walk, she goes, you know, people always give me crap because they think I just go along with you because you love Disney. And I'm just like, she goes, but I love just going up for a weekend because it's like a retreat. It's like I had a stressful month or a couple mm-hmm. of weeks at work or whatever. And we're going to go up there and I'm going to decompress and I'm going to hang out by the pool and I'm going to have it. She's like, I don't drink. She's like, but when I'm on vacation, I like to have a specialty cocktail. It's like, I never drink by our pool, but I like to have a cocktail at three in the afternoon at the resort. Yeah. So and it's like, I just enjoy going up there and DVC is going to be great because now we have 10 days a month, a year that we can go up there. And chill guaranteed. Out. Yeah. Guaranteed. And, you know, I can't tell you how excited I am to, to stay there the week before Christmas, one night, Sunday night, Grand Floridian. And I'm just going to try to get Citricos and Narcusis and look at the lights and freaking just hang out. But like, with yeah, and you, if you happen to get like a view that you can, like, I was looking at some of the studio, are you, your studio or one bedroom? No, I'm getting it. We're getting a studio. A studio. Cause yeah. So, did you do standard view or lake view? Well, I do stand. I do. I, I was going to do standard because it's just a cheaper room. But yeah, but I was looking at some of the standard views, and you're right outside where the monorail goes by, and you see like the main lobby. And if you have, if you're on that corner, which are considered standard view, you mm-hmm. can see out to your right, and you'll still be able to see like fireworks potentially. Oh, totally. Yeah, it's totally luck of the draw. Like that standard view, some of them overlook the Polynesian. I think right. that I'm okay with That's that. That's a pretty view. nice view. Yeah. I was even looking at uh, Bay Lake Tower, the lake mm-hmm. view, which is the cheaper one. There's one side of the building that's considered lake view where you still can see like half of Magic right. Kingdom and you see no parking lot. I think that's the best view they have there. Oh, you no doubt about it on the if other you, side of the building, right? You walk out on your balcony and you have Bay Lake behind you and then you look to your left and you can see Space Mountain and watch the fireworks from your balcony. Like I'd rather have that than overlooking the contemporary parking lot and having the buses go by all day. Already talking views. <laughs> Rooms so to when request. Did, when did it happen? W- would you say that it was it was that stay at the beach club? That got the ball rolling. And I was when like, you were this, like is... this is freaking nice. And the fact that it didn't cost me a dime. That that certainly helped. The tax thing too doesn't like that's not something to forget about. Not yeah, I mean you, you walk out of there and it's zero, it's not it costs you nothing. Right. And I I mean, granted, we're not going to be driving, but not having to pay to park. I know they got rid of the parking, but they could always bring that back. They could always bring it back. And that's they can't bring it back for DVC members. Like it's in the contract that you don't mm-hmm. pay for parking. Yeah, so because that's, that's nice what advantage. your month, that's what your fees go toward are the taxes and parking. Right. But we own the parking lot. I say we because you're you're going to be joined to that welcome home club. Not a, I'm like the I'm like the steerage though. Buy and resale. 
Unlike the no, people on the no, cruise no, that have the insight. <laughs> no, you're not treated any differently. Me and Sean won't be seen with you if we're in the sure if, if we're in the Epcot lounge. But other can, than that, can you can you get me into? No, sorry, parts. You gotta wait in the Imagination gift shop until I'm done. <laughs> All right. I mean, no, I think... di- oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was gonna say the like the math actually buying direct does not come out like that bad against like it's not that much more over the lifetime of the contract depending on what you do like i said alani's pretty bad right but i'm saying grand floridian like if you break it out for the life of the contract right it's just what we're looking to spend is a lot less than i'd rather get as many points for the least amount over x amount of years than and that's what second, third, fourth, and fifth contracts are for. Oh, okay. Now, is that something like every year when I get like my bonus from work, I just start looking at these like 20-point contracts and just add them on? All I want to do is is when, when this thing goes through Rofer mm-hmm. and it's done, I want, I want you to tell me how long it took you before you started going on that stupid website again. <laughs> oh, they got a little 25-pointer. <laughs> 25 pointer now do you want to find you want to know something that i found out that i bet you don't know yeah so i was talking to the uh real estate agent today and he's and i'm sure you didn't ask him you want to come on our show because you don't do stuff like that you you might not want him on the show uh but i was talking to him and i said I heard that Disney doesn't usually exercise their right of first refusal on international contracts. And he said, in my experience, that has been the case. Now, obviously, that could change. They could still do it. But he said he hasn't seen one. And he said the reason is the paperwork they have to send all like Disney has to send all the paperwork overnight and they don't want to deal with like international shipping <laughs> to send stuff overnight is what he said. Like by courier and stuff like all that stuff has to be sent. Like from Disney back and forth. Like, I guess it's very expensive to do the paperwork on an international contract. That's for interesting. Disney. The other thing he told me is that the sellers being international have to go to the u.s embassy in their country to sign the paperwork oh that would be a pain so they have to like they have to make a appointment in their country to go to the u.s embassy to sign all the paperwork to like sell the contract he says so the international ones take a little bit longer because of that because sometimes you can't get an appointment right away for that kind of stuff but he told me on the phone, if they accept the offer and Disney doesn't exercise their right of first refusal, he said, you'll have your login info and your points in 90 days or less. That'd be nice. Which isn't bad. Whereas if I called Disney and want to buy direct, I could have had my points in like a, less than a week, right? Um, or in a day, potentially. Yeah, yeah we, we signed our paperwork on a Sunday. And we're ready to go, or, or on a sad day, we're ready to go Saturday night. Right, but when like did you first initiate the paper, or was that when you initiated the paperwork? Was on the Saturday. 
No, like once we said that we're ready to go, you, I mean, you could do it over the phone. You could you could go to them right now and say we want to buy a 150-point contract and so sign could, the paperwork. You could do it right now. So I could like I could buy direct from Disney within an hour or two, basically, mm-hmm. if I had the you know all the funds mm-hmm. squared away. That's a big difference too. That's a huge. Sell- I mean, not a huge selling point, but it's it's nice. It makes a difference, sure. But yeah, so I, I thought that was it. the embassy thing. Really, was interesting to me. So the other thing that. I should have realized and it didn't really register to me, but then I started doing some math is having some banked points available in this resale contract is in essence, upping the points per year. No doubt about it. So the first contract I offered on, which was already under contract, which I found out was 163 points Mm -hmm. at Saratoga. So you didn't even know, did, so you didn't you didn't look in when you clicked on it. It didn't say that it was. It didn't under- say it. So I didn't. Maybe I didn't click the right thing to like eliminate those by mistake. But right after, uh, she emailed me and said it was under contract. I went to look and it was off their website. So I don't know if they just forgot to take it off the website or. Oh, something. okay. I see what you're saying. So this ex this expires in 2054. So that's 31. Do you count the current year? Like, would you say it's 31 years of points or 30 years of points? When does it expire? 2054. That'd be 31 years, right? 31 years, yep. So 31 times 160 is 4,960. 31 times 163 is 5,053. So 5,053, remember that number. So 4960 plus the banked 160 is 5120. So the bank so less points per year at the 160 but having 160 banked into the first year actually gives me an extra like 40 points over the lifetime of the contract. 5120 over 4096 or uh, 5096, right? So that's 30 four more points it's not a huge difference but it's still more like you just think 163 is more than 160 right Mm -hmm. but having the banked points makes a huge difference in the course of the contract you know it's an extra 10 percent basically So the more, the more lifetime points on this lower contract than there is on the 163 contract. So how many points is this new contract? 160. Okay. And what is it per point? Uh, I offered 110 a point. So we'll see what... What happens if they accept or not? I don't know if they will. They don't have to, obviously. There's a lot out there for less than that on the same website. Your buy your home resort is a place that you've never even set foot on. <laughs> I I was I've been there. We oh, have golf you? There we played golf. Oh, that's yeah, that's true. 
that doesn't matter. I mean, it matters. It does. I mean, I know like the eleven month window. It matters the least at Saratoga. Yeah, right. That eleven month. But I just don't, you know, there's gonna be times where we want to go and we start looking at that seven month window and the only thing that is available is Saratoga, but those rooms are gorgeous. Or switch over like Old Key West and get a huge room or something. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. If if the worst case scenario is you have to stay there, that's I'd not be a fine bad, with that. Yeah, that's not a bad. Uh, I'm fine. Yeah, that scenario. Fine. Now, do we have time to dig into use here, or should we wait for a new? Yeah, Phil no, Jr. we can. I mean, we're going to have New Phil Junior on next week to start our DVC shows, but we probably wouldn't get into use fair use here until we. You know, do I want to one like what points are and this and that? But I know that you had said that you've got you're kind of confused. I don't understand. I mean, I do understand because that's when they reset your points, right? Yep. So what's the besides that? What good? There really isn't. What is what would be the you share on this offer that you made? It says August. Okay, so August is a good use year. Mine is June. And they said for for me it doesn't matter because I'm going all over the place. For you, who's probably going to go in the summer, I think a summer is a good use year. Right, because I get my 11 month puts me in July, so I can book like Fourth of July at Saratoga and get whatever room I want if that's when we want to go. Because August, my use year would be when I get my points. July yeah, but you know it, it doesn't. Here's another tip. It doesn't matter when you get your points. So let, let, let's, say, let's say your U-share is June. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you have already used all your points. You have no points now until June of 2023. Okay. You can book right now for July. Because it's going to take the points from your June U-share. So you don't have to wait until those points are in your bank. Okay, but they have you to can be, start. You can it has to you be could, past your use year, but it can't be. Yes, but it doesn't matter. So you could at eleven, like you could start if you had no points. You could in October look for July if I want. Look for July or August, I guess, or August or whatever the eleven August, and yeah. the seven month is. It doesn't matter because yeah. it's going to be pulling from once those once those August points come in. That's correct. I see. So that's really the only time it matters is if you run out of points and you want to book after that use year. Yeah, like if you or if you wanted to borrow from the following. Yeah. They basically said use year really has to do with when you typically vacation more. So you want your use year to be when you vacation. Ideally, yes. Okay. So like now July with that or- being said, I would say your first your first uh contract is just get what you think is the best deal i would think so like it like if it, it was a december you share get a december you share who cares right i don't i that's the thing i don't really i can't figure out why it makes a difference except i do understand like if you buy multiple contracts why you would want them in the same use year because then it can get confusing It'll get confusing, and everything I've read, they said the biggest mistake people make is to get different use shares. And I'm looking at it; it would be an accounting nightmare. It seems whenever like I look at it... resale contracts, the first thing I do is I click June use share next. How close have you been to making an offer on a 
on a resale. I, I saw I saw one for like forty two hundred dollars. I almost did it. I can't. I can't. I gotta. You get divorced. You gotta. You gotta at least use use it points. for right. 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 Yeah. But this stuff's it's so nice, isn't it? It is. Like you look at all the resorts and you're like, oh god. Like you see yourself all these places. What you can do at these places. And the problem is, I just I wrote them all off in my head. Like I'm like I'm what, never gonna the stay resort at the or just TVC? yeah. No, the resorts. Like I'll never stay at the Poly. I, I'm not spending seven hundred a night to. Stay I, at the I told Kristen the same thing. I said, I you know, me and Gary were talking. I will. Th- there's a dollar amount. When we when we were getting thirty percent off years ago, and I could get Poly for three ten high twos. That's one thing. Six seven hundred bucks. You're insane. Yeah, it's not. It's not happening. I'm not doing that. No matter what. No matter how much money I have, I can't justify it. But this, even though it's a lot of money up front, and even over the course of it, mm-hmm. it's still a lot of money. You know, you're still paying that, you know, thousand, fifteen hundred, whatever your maintenance fees per year. But if you just look at it as an investment, and then that's basically your, you know, you do the math and you can figure out a twelve point <clears throat> per night room is two hundred and ten dollars or whatever it ends up being. Mm-hmm. And so you look at that room 210, then you go look at the rack rate and it's 580 mm-hmm. for that room. You say, okay, I, this makes sense. So now it brings in these rooms into play that you just never thought you could stay at. Like Grand Floridian, it's not my favorite. Even like the studios are nice. Like I love the layout. I'm just not did huge you, into the aesthetic. Did of them. you when you said that you that you that the girls didn't really like it? Did you look at the resort studio? Or did you just how many just you didn't DVC. watch? Okay, do yourself a favor when 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 you have everybody together and look at the resort studio okay. because it's very feminine. Mm-hmm. And Kristen said it's her favorite room that she's ever been in. And for so, me, it wasn't my cup of tea. So one of the things they didn't like was just the pools didn't impress them. So yeah, like, I can see that. See, for me, it did because. It's more quiet, more laid back. The pools didn't impress your kids, so the pools. And that's why you me. like it. Yeah, right. I understand that. So they want to stay at you know Beach Club. They want to stay at the Poly. They want to stay at you know the ones with the crazy pools. You know what we did when we stayed at the Poly? We went to you the went DVC to the pool. Pools. Went yeah. to the DVC. So, I mean, I do foresee as we get older. And as the girls get older, those tastes will change. But you'll have to stay sometime at the Grand Flirting because you can. And oh, you yeah, don't have absolutely. to pay rack. And you have to be like, right, we're going to go to Citrico's or Grand Flow Cafe for breakfast. And we're going to be able to right. either walk to the Magic Kingdom or take a boat ride to the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, or the monorail or, you know, yeah, it's. And like the contemporary, not high on my list, but Bay Lake Tower. I always said I like Bay Lake Tower a lot better than the A-frame. Now it's like okay, we'll stay a bit. You know, it's a lot of, but having those points and only going once a year, also you don't mind spending them. Like for you, right. you want to use it as often as many times throughout the year as you can. Whereas I'm going to look at it and say, we could stay five nights here, or we could stay eight nights. What do we want to do? And then it's like, all right, we'll do the five. This year we'll do the five nights mm-hmm. at the one bedroom at Oak West. This year we're going to do. 
six nights, but we're going to be at a poly studio this year. You know, it changes the way you look at everything. And I think the other nice option for you is doing split stays because I would definitely probably look at split stays. Oh, for that for six, seven nights. Yeah. Three out. Because now you're getting two different resorts Mm -hmm. and you're not you're not missing it like us. If we go for a weekend, the last thing I want to do if we're doing a Saturday, Sunday is check out Sunday at 10 in the morning and then have to dink around and have to check back in at three or four in the end. Like when you're yeah, you five, nights, six you want to be able to yeah. be coming to and from your room all day. Like, but now if it, if it's for you for a week, okay, there's that one day where it's a pain where we got to check out. We'll go get breakfast. We'll go to the parks. We'll come back and our room will be yeah. ready. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. That's not the end of the world doing it that way. If it's a, you know, over four or five days doing a split. The other thing we're already talking about is if we get the contract next summer, our summer vacation is going to be Hilton Head. I say, why not? We want to get in. You're not getting in. No, it's it's I'm already on the waiting list. We're trying to get in for July of next year of 2023. Oh, Oh, okay. I see what you're saying of this year of 2023. We cannot get in. At all, like even a studio or anything, or a one-bedroom or something? Nothing's available. There's some stuff in August, toward the end of August, so you might be able to, but... I guess just wait list and see if you get lucky, but I didn't realize it was... It's small, though, right? That's the thing. I think it's it's small, and it's just... I think weather-wise, the people who own there want to go for those three or four months. Yeah, that makes sense. But you never know. You get... I don't expect... You know, you if you want to stay at those places, one hundred percent, you got to buy into those resorts. Go buy, go buy a twenty-five point contract. They're fifteen dollars <laughs> a night for when we're looking, so or fifteen points. So it's forty-five for three nights, which is a joke. Yeah. So you could buy, you know, buy you, even a seventy-five point contract. Or I just find that's what it was. Start. That's what I was looking at. I was looking at a contract there. There, yeah, they're cheap. And it was like six but, grand. I'm like, but their fees are high, though. Yeah, you're gonna pay more fees on that fifty point than you're paying at your one fifty almost. Yeah, they're pretty like, close. They're like thirteen, fourteen bucks, aren't they? Uh, uh no, that's cheaper. That's cheaper than. Oh, Vero's the highest one. Vero, right? Vero's the worst. Vero's yeah. twelve change now. But maybe I'll uh I'll start walking. I'll just get in and just start walking it for seven months. The other thing too is I'm already um, a weasel talking about walking, walking. Yeah, we yeah we definitely have to have new Phil talk about that. Um, is one of the things that I noticed is that I just absolutely loved those separate lobbies. I thought that DVC building at Beach Club nobody knows That's about so cool. other than the people so who are cool. staying there. Like yeah. you don't have people who are staying in the main buildings running over there. No, and like if we're staying there with the girls and. Like, I could go sit down, and watch TV. They can mess around on that pool table, and I thought that I... room there was nobody there. I'm like, could you imagine? And I don't even like like Monday Night Football. Sitting in there just watching the first half of Monday Night Football and shooting pool. Yeah, if there's like three or four people in there, you start talking to them. Where, oh, where so you from? Quiet. It's so yeah. nice. I loved, love, love how separate that. That was one of the nicest places I've been to. That was great. It was and just, like I it said, was... just imagine. In two years, when it's all refurbed and brand like 
Mm-hmm. Just the Murphy. And they refurb lobbies. I mean, they do redo that. That lobby was gorgeous, though, with that smallest solarium. Yeah. And you go upstairs and it overlooked the Christmas tree. Oh, my God. It was beautiful. That was nice. Yeah. I'm a mess. You love it, though. Because that's what I, I love their restaurants and I love their resorts. Yeah. Like if they told, if they said, Mike, you can never go to the park the rest of your life, I might be okay. But if they said you could never go to the Grand Floridian or the Yacht Club or the Beach Club or the Contemporary, I'd have some problems with that. Yeah, that would be tougher to swallow, wouldn't it, for you? Going to Steakhouse 71. Remember how happy mm. you were? You were so down on the place for years. You were just, <laughs> I'm done with this place. I, oh, we did a Verbo and it was cheaper and it was big. We went to SeaWorld and this and that. And that place is too. And then you went to Steakhouse 71 and you just wet yourself. You had to get a change of clothes in the gift shop. And then it mm-hmm. was downhill from that. Now you less than a year. You're looking at. DVC. We didn't even hang out either. Cause we went to play golf. Like imagine yeah, cause we, we played golf. We walked around the lobby and did, you know, yeah, that place messed me up. Now I can stay there. Now you can stay Take there. Through. And you're going to be in the separate part. Cause you don't want to be with the regular people. Yeah. The idiots paying in the A frame, you know, the yeah. cash, but you don't want to hang out with cash buyers. No, they don't have a vested interest like we do. Can I I'll walk over in my robe and go have breakfast at Steakhouse 71? You'd also have you got to get the attire too, you got to get like the Dis- DVC pullovers and stuff. Mm. Am I allowed to buy that being recent? Yeah, no, no, I think you can. If not, I can, I'll just use my <laughs> they don't, card. They don't mind taking your money. I don't think they no, care if anyone buys it. I think they'd let Ed Hand buy it walking off the street. They don't care. <laughs> Edward Hand. <laughs> <laughs> He's walking around pop at pedals. <laughs> he's got Yacht Club he's DVC exclusive. He's got on. his he's got his hoodie on. Yeah, I don't know. This could be this could be good or bad. I don't know. I, you I'm just... ro- oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, will you wear a robe if you're staying at one of the robe resorts? Oh yeah, you got to in the room. <laughs> In the slippers, <laughs> one of the robe resorts. How many are robe resorts? <laughs> That's a new term, isn't it? Yeah, a robe resort. Were there robes at Beach Club? I didn't notice. No, I didn't see that. No, I didn't. I didn't notice them there. They sell yeah. them there. Oh, I know they sold them. What were you gonna say before I rudely interrupted you? Uh, I don't. I was trying to. I don't even remember. It doesn't matter. Walking over in your contemporary robe, going to have breakfast at Steakhouse 71. My slippers on. Look like the dude from the Big Lebowski. Uh, this is not going to be good. Now we both have this stuff for you. Well, you're I don't soon have, to be. That's what I was going to say. I'm, I'm worried about like striking out a few times before I get one. Like I don't. Am I gonna get discouraged and just say? Forget you think it? you're gonna ask the girl at the school dance three different times, and they're all gonna tell you to go screw, and then you're just gonna go smoke some cigarettes in the woods? That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. How, how many I don't, times? I could do, see that. I'm how many times here. does screw it this. fall through before I'm like, forget it? I'm out. Yeah. Screw this. I'm out of here. I'm gonna go smoke some heaters. Not meant to be. <laughs> I'm ready to text my. Uh... My real estate guy. Did you hear back from the uh, guys in Spain yet? I want to oh, are you in? Te- are you in? So you're in a text relationship with these people? Uh no, he called me. It was probably his office phone, I imagine. 
Oh, he called you tonight? Uh, today at work. He he said, is it, he emailed me. He says, okay, if I give you a call. And I said, sure. And I gave him my cell number. Oh, but he hasn't called you since. No, he said he's. Oh, I was gonna say you you got to pick up live on the air. They could they could have a. Yeah, well, they're like five six hours. Have a counter off of there, Paj. We gotta. They're like five or six hours ahead, so this was at like two o'clock. So he might have got to them, you know, eight o'clock at night or something, and maybe. Did you do what? Uh, New Phil Junior said maybe throwing a couple Twin Oaks gift certificates just to throw Disney off on the rofer. Is that something? Yeah, that we have to do. You think the people in Spain want that? I mean, if they reject it, you could always just put it in somebody's Christmas stocking next year. That's true. Good point. Anyway, I think that's going to do it. Yeah, we've run a little long. All right. We'll be right back. We are back from break. Episode number 460 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast is in the books. We talked uh, a lot of DVCs. Just scratching the surface there, Pards. I know. We've got so much to cover. There's a lot to get into, isn't there? A lot of intricacies. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I'm excited about. It's a good thing. But we went a little long, like you said, so we could just kind of bring this thing home. Is there anything uh, coming up? Anything in the hopper for our YouTube page? Yeah, you know what? I'm going to start putting some DVC. I've got an older DVC room review at the Polynesian. Oh, the pre-refurbed. Pretty much when they had just refurbed it back about five years ago. The first refurb. They've refurbed it since, right? Yes. Okay. So Poly DVC review. That's at uh, YouTube.com slash at WDWBTG. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at WDWBTG, our Facebook group wdw beyond the gates family of course subscribe to us wherever you download podcasts leave us reviews we do appreciate that um you can email the show info at wdwbtg.com mike at wdwbtg.com and gary at wdwbtg.com of course our website wdwbtg.com did i forget anything i know i think we're good All right, that's going to do it for episode number 460 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. For my co-host, Mike, my name is Gary. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. M-I-C. See you real soon. Okay.
Why? Because we like you. M-O-U.